Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Good morning. Today is Sunday, August 14th, 2022, and you're listening to Thanks for the Knowledge. I'm your interim host, Jordan Mallory, senior podcast producer here at fanbyte.com. Your regular host, John Warren, is out this week. Today I'm joined by Fanbyte News Editor Imran Khan and your motherfucking boy Michael Hyam, who are here to talk to me about their on-the-ground experience at Evo 2022, the largest fighting game tournament in the world. We discussed their hands-on time with Street Fighter VI, the best matches they saw at the tournament, the latest in Bud Light technology, and everything that Evo has to offer beyond the tournaments, and a lot more. So sit back, relax, get some coffee, and enjoy. Welcome back, listeners, and join me, please, in welcoming back our two distinguished guests for this episode, news editor Imran Khan. Hello. And your motherfucking boy, hey. Michael Hyam. Hi. This is, it's been a minute since I've been on TFTK, but uh, yeah. TFTI. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, well, it's exactly the same as you remember it. There's definitely nothing different this time. Yeah, you must be that John Warren dude. Yep, that's me, uh, Fanbytes Head of Large, John Warren. <laughs> head of Large. <laughs> head of Large, John Warren. <laughs> and I'm here to do what I always do, which is provide the listener with a fun and interesting uh, interview with subject matter experts concerning a recent event in the video game industry. And uh, today we're going to talk about the uh, Evolution Fighting Game Series Tournament 2022. What is Evo actually short for? Evolution. Evolution? Is it? Yeah. You nailed it. Cool. I I can never remember if it's short for evolution or if it's like an anagram. It's, yeah. No, it's just, I think, yeah, they just call it Evo, but it is the official name is Evolution. Yeah. Okay. It's it's officially called the Evolution Championship Series. That's Uh, it. Evo for short. Because it's for short. Yeah. And and we're talking about this because you both went this year. Hell yeah. Yeah. Somehow we convinced uh, John and Danielle to let us go to Evo. Under the assumption that, like, hey, what if we just did this thing that seems like a a thing we don't normally do? Mm-hmm. So they let us go, and we stayed in Vegas for, <laughs> I want to say, four days, but maybe what was, like, 17? <laughs> okay. Yo. Big difference oh between God. four and 17. Listen, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get to it, but to give give y'all a teaser of what happened, that, that Evo did feel like eight days because <laughs> there came a point when like you're, you're in the convention center for so long that you lose track of time and you don't know mm-hmm. what time of day it is and you're there for so long and so much happens like each day is very dense that you start to like wait that the those matches were yesterday yeah. that show was each like- day runs from like 8 a.m to 2 a.m yes and vegas so, is designed for you to not know what time it is right precisely yes. 
Yes. Right, right. Like, even when you're walking back to your hotel or your hotel room, because, like, I was staying adjacent to, to uh, Evo, so I was, like, able to walk through the casinos and never have to, not have to leave the into the horrible desert that is Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't see the sun for, like, two days. <laughs> yeah yeah because a long uh, time yeah yeah imran stayed at, a, at the luxor which is has a concourse directly to mandalay bay i on the other hand had a i had a hotel somewhere else so i did get to see the outside world but boy when i was in when i was in that convention center i did not leave because there was so much dope shit going on there was so yeah. much cool stuff to do um how was that was outside world hot as shit god yeah. damn yeah. it was uh <laughs> so oh. every vegas person or person who lives in or near vegas Mentioned the weather, mm-hmm. and they mentioned, "Wow, it's so nice." And <laughs> keep in mind, this is like Vegas in general, summer. or specifically while you were there. Specifically while we were there, okay. Great. Because like it had just rained before we got like there were flash floods last weekend. There's flash floods now, so actually we came in a very good time. But like everyone was saying, oh, it's it's not that bad right now. It's not like oppressive. The, the rain made it a lot cooler. <laughs> and I'm like, it's 105 degrees yeah. at mm-hmm. least. <laughs> to There's, you, there, to, yeah. There were times where it went to 110. Cool. It's like I I don't know how people live there. I assume just nobody actually does, and they're gaslighting me because it is. <laughs> it, Vegas is, in so many ways, a testament to man's hubris. Oh and yeah, no more than ever than like that weekend. Yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like you, people who live in Vegas have really nice homes for decent prices, so they have no mm-hmm. reason to actually go outside. Right. So yeah. they'll step outside for like five minutes, like, huh. Seems nice today. I'm going to stay in my fully air-conditioned central unit, uh, air-conditioned house mm-hmm. that I pay for a fraction of the price of an apartment that I would have in San Francisco Bay Area. Uh, damn, Imran, imagine what kind of house we can have. We can have a content creator's house in Vegas. <laughs> oh, we, we can cool have a TikTok house. Yeah. Fanbite oh house? God. Yeah. That'd be way cheaper than that uh, that office that we built. Yeah. yeah. We, can go, we can go to Evo every year. Yeah. And all it would cost us was that every time we leave the house, we would melt like the witch from Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Well, look, I'm doing that anyway. It's like 103 <laughs> outside right now. In That's Austin. too much. Yeah, it's too many. Too many degrees out there. Yeah, that um, number is too high. It's very way too high. That This was both of y'all's first Evo, right? No, this, uh, is, this is my second. Your second Evo. It oh. was my the first one I've actually attended, yeah. Okay, but not watched. Right. I, I think I've I covered one from home in that like they would I would I think I Discord called the interviewees because like Game Informer, you had that kind of poll. Mm-hmm. And like that is how I covered it, but it, I've never actually been to one in person. Right. Okay. Cool. So what what uh how how different was it for you to be in person? I mm, it's very cool. Like the idea of energy being infectious, and thank God that was the only infection I came away from <laughs> Evo with, hey, is yo. like very real. Again, Michael, we're talking about COVID. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Not anything else. It's Vegas. You know, shit, you know, <laughs> shit happens. Shit happens in Vegas. But like, the energy is infectious. It is like you do jump out of your seat when cool shit happens. Because like, even if you don't really understand or know the fighting game in particular, you know like what the push and pull is like, mm-hmm, just yeah. on a comp- like fundamental competitive level. And just sitting there and watching it and everyone around you getting hype is enough to make you like jump out of your seat, and be like, "Holy shit! Look at that! Amazing!" Yeah, it's uh, it's for for my second time. It's still it, it gets you every time because I, I feel like even though they're playing the same games that you've watched over the years. 
like like everyone said, that push and pull is still exciting. And w- when you have a new crop of players who uh, can come up who are playing different characters, it's just like, um, like I can watch Tekken Seven throughout the years, and it's mm-hmm. still just like when someone hits the rage arts, I'm like to get a knockout. Like that is always going to be hype as hell, especially when you're watching a top eight and an arena with a thousand other thousands of other people. So. Uh, it's just as magical the second time around. I imagine it's just, it's going to be just as magical the third time around when I go back next year because <laughs> Evo yeah. was just a ton of fun, man. Yeah, that, we yeah, got that some I good was, stories out of this one, so I assume we're, we're going to go back yeah, next year. Sure. Yeah, that was going to be one of my questions for later: is whether or not y'all had a good enough experience to be like, yeah, I definitely want to do this again. Hell oh yeah, yeah. I, honestly, yeah. Like, on, being able to do that, like the actual like. Being there in person stuff that matters, but also the fact that we got to go talk to like Idom, who made a ridiculously incredible losers bracket run in Street Fighter. We mm-hmm. got to go back and talk to Umi Show, who is the ch- like she won Guilty Gear and like find out stuff that nobody else fu- uh, would be able to find out. Like yeah. she had only been playing for less than a year. That's incredible. Yeah, I didn't the, know that. There, there's there's so many cool stories that you would only get if you were there. And what well, Emron and I both had press passes, so we had access to. <laughs> The we had access to the the press room. We had access to the winners uh, for yeah. the games, and then we had we had we were we were able to chill with like the commentators down on the floor, right in front oh, of nice. the stage. We were side stage for uh, whatever we wanted, really. Um, so we had access to the private bathrooms. Yes, actually, technically, yes. Yeah. Like, really? Yeah. To, oh, wow, to the media great. room, like there was just a private bathroom that nobody else in the arena was using. So it's like, okay, this place is clean and empty. Great. Wow. <laughs> Look at look at look at these these uh bot journalists with their their private bathroom <laughs> not having to pee and with the free, common man. Our free sample of uh Budweiser gamer edition. What the fuck was it called? <laughs> Bud Next, is it? Bud Next. Wait, like, really? Is, is that it's real? an energy yeah. drink Budweiser, basically. Oh, oh no. is that what it is? Wait, I thought I they think couldn't so. make those. I thought after Four Loco made people go totally nuts that they said, hey, c- cut this out. No, maybe I think, I think next is like a super low calorie or a non-alcoholic okay. beer. I think I'm gonna look it up. Because yeah, like talk amongst I, yourselves, I went into the Budweiser Next uh, trailer, and they had all this <laughs> stuff that was there of like Budweiser Next gives you the energy to keep on uh, gaming all night long. Really? Like, oh shit! <laughs> so like I would assume maybe they're just using like weird wording. Because, like, also on the trailers, it said the official uh, beer of gaming, which I don't think is true. I don't think a vote was ever held on that one. Uh, yeah, no. I'm going to take that up with with I'm going to take that up with gaming, the, the the secretary of gaming and see who voted on this. This bullshit. Yeah, I think I'm the president of video games. I don't think I have oh. signed off on that. Oh, there you so, go. Yeah. All uh, right. So it says here uh, what uh, under the frequently asked questions on the Bud Light Bud Light Next website, which the three tabs at the top are buy beer, buy gear, and buy NFTs. Oh <laughs> my god! You hate um, to see it. At, uh, I'm, not, I'm not going back to Evo next year. You hate. Sorry, <laughs> I hate to see it. It says it's zero carbs, eighty calories, and four percent alcohol by volume. Okay. But it says it's not a hard seltzer. It's uh, a. It's actual Super beer. Super crisp, zero-carb beer, it says. Um, uh, is it made for people who are dieting? No. We introduced <laughs> Bud Light Next to meet the evolving tastes of our consumers. 
who lead highly active and on-the-go lifestyles and desire more interesting, equally refreshing drink. That's weird. Uh, they should have just posted this fact up in the the Bud Light or Budweiser Next trailer. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, but yeah, I don't see anything in here about like caffeine or stimulants okay. or anything. Okay. Yeah, it's so. Yeah, it's just yeah. water, malt, rice, and quote natural flavors. <laughs> natural oh. flavors. <laughs> I love that ingredient. Mm. Should taste so good. But uh, speaking of NFTs, like everybody who went to Evo got one, whether they wanted one or not, right? Yeah, dog, did, I did, sold that shit for $30,000 million. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you still here? I, I know. You asked me. Peace. Love of the game. <laughs> yeah. Like, there was a weird Sony thing that was about NFTs that I didn't really keep track of, but it feels seems like they were like, no, 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 we're not actually doing this. It just says we're doing this. I'm like, hmm. oh, I think it was some okay. kind of activation thing. It was, I don't know. They, I, I guess they asked like people who were participating in the activation, whatever. Uh, I didn't come across it, but I know that uh, folks, including fanboy.com, report on it. And listen, I hope they stay away from that shit because it just seems listen. like late and ill advised. Yeah. It's like yeah. except for, I don't know, whatever, whatever it was, it didn't, there was nothing around like being at the event that had anything to do with NFTs. So I hope oh, they interesting. keep it. So- so it wasn't like there at all. There wasn't a big PlayStation sign that said, no, pick no. up your free NFT. Pick up, pick up your free NFT. No, 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 no. And I hope they keep it that way because uh, Evo is, is it's dope the way it is. Yeah. Uh, they don't need it to. It still c- kind of has that punk rock feeling to it. Like that Rebel FM mm-hmm. kind of like, w- yeah, we're, we're supported by a giant corporation. Yeah, we had custom made screens for like the arena, but like. We're still the fighting game community kind of thing. And that's the FGC has worked so hard to avoid being considered esports for so long, right? I mean, there, I are, there are a, I don't know. there are people who like definitely don't like the idea of being called esports. And there are people who are like, yeah, we need the money. Like, if you want like more <laughs> yeah. money in this thing, if you want like bigger, like the graphical packages this year were like way above and beyond what they've been in previous years. Like, for example, I don't think you could pull off a tournament like Evo, probably without like Sony and whoever else like bankrolling it. Yeah, and Bud Light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, so Evo is actually like a very well produced convention and show, especially when you make it to when you if you make it to day three. If you go to the arena in day three, it's it's a full on like stage production with very fancy graphics, very fancy transitions. It's a well oiled machine. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's live production. They have a comment commentators booth and they're going around all day and they have commentators on the floor. Uh, and they have, I like, actually smoke. thought that was super cool. Like yeah, that the, yeah, yeah. the stream gets their own, like professional commentators are explaining things like in a, a very hyped way, but like they're a little bit more calm and they have people who are, they have like handheld mics, like walking around the stage, jumping up like, and down, yeah, like, celebrating like, with the crowd, like a rap battle, basically. It's uh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think that was one of my favorite things about when I went to Evo 2019 was the, when I, cause I was surprised too. I was like, Oh, I've watched this at home and I've seen the commentary, but when you're down there and like tasty Steve, who's like one of the greatest hype men in the history of like the FGC is running around stage 
and just like getting hype along with the crowd while while they're also like legitimately breaking down the match. And they have like they usually have a duo. Sometimes they have three people on the floor uh, going back and forth, cracking jokes and shit. It's it's so much fun, especially when you have people like Tasty Steve who are just so good at it. You can't help but like get in with them and like they're part of that they're part of that energy as well like you hear the game audio blasting through the arena speakers and you see the lights flashing and you're watching the game and you're also hearing the crowd roaring and you're also hearing uh hearing the commentators uh break down the game and getting hype it's yeah it's a, just a like watching watching at home and even watching the videos back on my phone that I took just like don't do justice to the the energy and the the various ways in which the energy uh, just rubs off on you when you're actually in the present. Like we had seats, uh, Imran and I had uh, like there was a media section for seats reserved, but every time it started going to like either like the the top four like losers finals or winners finals or the like top three in the grand finals. Like I can't sit down. I gotta, I gotta get down to the stage. I need to jump up and down and I need to celebrate uh, with the crowd. I need to be side stage. So I think like people who are interested in Evo and checking out an FGC event, like obviously there's other FGC events uh, throughout the year, like combo breaker and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But I think Evo is the one that you want to check out. uh, If you have the slightest interest in the fighting game community, um, because other other than that too, like like I said, it's also a convention where you have fun and do things. Right. I was gonna ask, what is the convention side of Evo like? Because I think what most people associate with the show is the big grand finals with the screens and the fun media treatment and the commentary and everything, and like mm-hmm. the clips that get shown around for the week after of like here's the best, here's a great comeback. Or, you know, look at the audience pop off or that sort of thing. What it, What is the convention floor at Evo like? So there's like, so they have to bring in people who own arcade machines, basically. And they bring in tons of them. I want to say there's like three dozen machines there in like a big pit area. Yeah. And like, it's, it's just full of fighting games and rhythm games. And these are expensive, rare machines in some cases. They're nice. Of like, of like, real, like those really huge rhythm games that you only see in like, GDQ runs or Japanese arcades. Just kind of sit there for free play. Uh I... I spent an hour just deciding, like, yeah, I'm going to beat the Punisher arcade game. Why not? And just go (laughs) through and do that. But, like, also, I played Street Fighter Alpha against, like, really cool people, like, in uh, Project Justice and stuff. They're just there. So if you wanted to spend your entire day just playing arcade games, there's no reason you wouldn't be able to. Well, wait, if everything's free, how do you quarter up? How do you know who's next? <laughs> that, that, that's, on, that's on y'all. You actually got to talk yeah. to people. Oh, uh, no. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's funny, though, quarter quartering. Because I was I was playing the uh, DDR for like an hour straight. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just, you know, you just got to be like, hey, can I get next? So no oh, quartering up. on. I mean, you, maybe you could still try and put a quarter there just as a, as a s- s- for s- <laughs> symbolic uh, reason. You just have uh, your one quarter that you use to quarter up. <laughs> oh, all yeah. Various machines. yeah. How, how long had it been since you played DDR? Me, if shit, probably like uh, on a pad, probably like at least a decade. Wow. Uh, and for me, <laughs> I'm so washed up. Oh my <laughs> God. I did one song on Extreme and I was like fighting for my life, man. The ultimate fighting game was between me and that DDR machine, man. <laughs> did, um, you, uh, the- did you, Michael, play against that girl dressed as Jury? No, no. Okay. <laughs> I, I so didn't. the entirety of the second day, there was a 
woman there, late teens, early 20s something, dressed as Jury from Street Fighter. Jamie Lee <laughs> and Curtis. She, she, and she, I thought, I, I explained the story to Michael earlier that yeah. there's Jamie Lee Curtis every year. But uh, this year, like this woman dressed as Jury was just challenging people at DDR and whoever came up there was like, I will give you my entire winnings from the rest of the day if you want to, if you can beat me. But by the end of the day, she still had all her winnings. That's amazing. I don't think anyone beat her. God did you talk? Did y'all? Did you, did you talk to her? Like, what's her deal? I talked to her a bit. Yeah, yeah. I, she didn't. She didn't want to say her name. Oh, she word. said she came from Jersey. That's all she was willing to tell me. Jury from Jersey. Jury from Jersey. You sound like a real one. Uh, hey, first time, e- long time. Yeah. If uh, if you want to talk, if you want to tell us your story, <laughs> uh, email us at podcasts at fanbyte.com yeah. or tweet at us or something. You sound like mm. uh. You sound like somebody who's put a lot of work into something and maybe has an interesting story. Yeah, um, man, those arcades are so fun because like you could probably, I probably got my monies. Well, I didn't pay, really pay anything because I got the press badge. <laughs> but but if you bought like a ticket to go to the convention, you could get your money, more than your money's worth if you just sat in the arcades all day playing, playing these different games. And there's a lot, uh, a lot of stuff set up. And it's not even just the arcade machine. Like you could spend all day there. Uh, if you want to play in the groove or yeah, ITG, uh, but I'm, I'm a DDR person, but mm-hmm, also like mm-hmm. the side tournaments are hype. So if you, I was watching soul caliber six, like it doesn't, it's not on the main stage, but there's still a bracket, uh, going on. And I was watching blaze blue cross tag cause I play a game and then there's a section f- for casual, uh, matches and I played some undernight in birth, uh, over there in the, in the casuals, got my ass up. I was like, wow, this is, <laughs> this is cool. This is like so much stuff to check out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and an artist alley. Oh my God. You know, don't, don't even an get artist me started. I didn't know that. Yeah. Don't even get me started on artist alley. I dropped like 200 bucks easy nice. on stickers, pins, uh, there's then prints. Um, there's some really cool and creative stuff. And like, you'll see, a lot of like if you go to like anime expo or Crunchyroll expo mm-hmm. um, you know you get like the the popular animes of the time you know you'll have there's naruto dragon ball there's um a lot of spy family stuff uh, out there which i which i was which was cool um, but you'll get artists that are there for fighting game characters as well so you'll find like you don't if you go to anime expo good luck finding something like guilty gear or blaze blue uh, in yeah. artist alley but there that like at Evo is where you'll find things like that. And I, I think like combo breaker also has an artist alley where you can find niche stuff like that. But if you want like a, if you want a big ass bike print, who does? Well, yeah. Listen, you can get it. At, you can get that at Evo easy. Um, so like artist Alley, and compared to 2019 uh, artist alley was cool, but it was much smaller back then where it was just mm. like three aisles and with, with some artists and there it was really good. But like this year artist alley took up like the whole center of the convention floor. Yeah. And there's just like really cool stuff. Uh, the lot, lot, there's one artist she was doing, she had a bunch of final fantasy 14, uh, pins and like really unique stickers and oh, really cool art style. And I, I said, here's a hundred bucks. I'm cleaning the house. Uh, so <laughs> here's a hundred bucks. I'm just going to shove a bunch of pins in my pocket. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll that's, call basically, it even. that's basically what I did. And, uh, uh yeah. I want to ask you a question about 2019 in a second, but first, Imran, did, did you see or encounter anything cool on the convention floor other than uh, Jury from Jersey? Uh, I played with, uh, I think it's Victrix's new arcade stick, which is neat. Like, it's a it's a cool little stick. I didn't, didn't get a chance to actually, like, use it in a game. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's like a $400 stick, and I'm like, what if I request this to review? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> what, but, what, what is it that makes it $400? 
Uh, it's just very good build quality, mm-hmm. and like they have the they have two versions. They have the one with the arcade stick, and they have the one with the uh, buttons, which is like a oh, hitbox style thing. Right, right. And I'm like, I I don't think I could ever fuck with the buttons one. I don't think I'm like that's the way my brain works. Mm-hmm. But it like it does seem like really really nice quality. And I, my current stick I've been using since whenever the PS4 came out, so 2012 ish. Right. The and like this is due for an upgrade, and I can tell how one cheaply made mine is in comparison and how like how that's actually i think holding me back a bit from getting good at these games okay all right <laughs> a little bit a little bit yeah no like a good, a good stick can uh oh like, it makes a big difference it yeah. does make a big difference especially and when like, you're like with in, if you need precise inputs like if you miss totally. that course if you whiff on that quarter circle man that's the match yeah, yeah. Be, so. you accidentally jump is yeah. much it can more even of a make problem. a difference like you can even have the right stick but the wrong gate shape for your yeah. playstyle, yeah, you know, too. like there's a there's a bunch of little things that can that can add up. So was it um, is it is it wooden? Is it metal? Because like the I'm assuming if it's better than the one that you have, that it's not plastic. It's metal, I believe. Yeah, it's like a titanium uh, yeah. chassis. Damn. Yeah, it's, it's gonna like, be heavy. It it did seem very. I didn't like pick it up because it was sitting on a table, but like it had a lot of weight. Like I was moving with the stick around, and it was not like shifting at all on the desk. Wow. Do y'all play uh, with your sticks in your lap or on the table? In the lap, in my lap, usually because like I have a whole, I have a setup with like a TV stand, like TV dinner stand thing, like the kind oh, okay. of thing you put in front of a couch. Right. But I, like <laughs> yeah. it's it's such a pain to bring out, and when you bring it out, the cat wants to sit on it anyway. Oh, mm-hmm. Like all right, whatever, I'll just sit on my lap. Cat's oh, like ah, you you you've brought my pedestal, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you brought me my throne, thank you very much. Oh, my my yeah. elevation table. Yeah, I um, I have I have a th- I have a forty dollar IKEA desk. This shit's gonna tip over if i if i use my <laughs> stick on this so uh, but yeah but uh it's funny Iran. you mentioned the um, the hitbox style one where the directional inputs are buttons i was on the bombcast earlier this week and i said like yeah my brain isn't wired to to process uh movement like i gotta have a joystick uh an arcade stick to for my directional inputs last night i was like you know what if i used it my keyboard to mm-hmm. play melty blood let me see if i uh if that can work and I was like, "Oh shit, this this is different." And yeah. like, it, it gave, gave me like gave me like half an hour. I'm like, "All right, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm getting one of these hitbox things because uh, it only took me like half an hour to adjust." But oh my god, it is it feels mm. much better uh, in terms of like accuracy and directional inputs. And like I don't know, you you see like top players like Daigo and Kawano using um, hitbox style. Uh, uh, sticks well that's how you like can you even call it a stick at that point um because there is no stick but yeah right. the, if you spend time with like that that shit can change change the game well and that matters for street fighter because they've got the like there's that oppositional directional input thing yeah right yeah yeah um, so being able to hit down and up at the same time turns out actually very useful for a lot of reasons yeah, yeah. weird man fi- video games are so weird because it's like I remember when all that stuff was popping off. For the listeners at home, if you don't, if you're not familiar, in some fighting games, uh, if you are using a controller that allows simultaneous directional inputs that are in opposite cardinal directions, uh, useful things can happen in the game. And it was kind of up to whenever this stuff started coming to the surface after people started using devices like the hitbox and keyboard inputs. Um, it was kind of up to the community to decide like how okay this is. Is yeah. this is this against the spirit of the game since you couldn't do this on an arcade machine, or 
is using special equipment just part of it now. Yeah, uh, at one time they did ban it for Smash Brothers. I don't know if they ever unbanned it, but I assume they did at this point. Hmm, interesting. I didn't know that was a, a thing in Smash. I, I knew that it was mostly a thing in like late stage Street Fighter 4. Uh, well, yeah. But it's probably still kicking around, right? Yeah, it, like I think for Smash, it typically broke things in like a way that like it did things the GameCube controller could not do. Yeah, oh, especially especially for a game that has something like wave dashing and mm-hmm. ledge yeah. guarding and things like that, and where high level Smash just you play the edge of the the edge of the stage, and that's pretty much the whole thing. I imagine mm-hmm. like you know doing some tricky things with directional inputs can is have a larger impact on a game like Smash. But also, you know what else is banned? Uh, from from fighting from fighting games in Evo, smash itself. So <laughs> <laughs> hold that. Uh, not not for um, not not because of the community though, right? That's Nintendo's call. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. I, I think Nintendo yeah, exactly. signed a deal for another company to have exclusive rights to tournaments, oh, which is like the most insane Nintendo kind of deal you could make, I guess. Yeah. Gone, bo- sorry, go ahead. I was just say like Evo is now a PlayStation ran thing so like right. that's no chance yes. in hell that you'll have smash back at evo you don't is, think so you don't think that like uh, sony would make the the like good goodwill play and be like we did it i also I think, think sony nintendo would like would, it would, i think nintendo would not yeah, yeah. Nintendo oh, like, interesting it's, it's all or nothing for them right one right. thing that was very funny about sony's like ownership of evo now is because they supplied the consoles for everyone to play as which one means everyone's playing on ps4 our PS4, PS5 for this stuff. Mm-hmm. Two, because like they supplied the consoles, what they were they were getting consoles from their own warehouses. Oh, yeah. So they were pretty much all the Star Wars Battlefront 2 edition consoles really? because those didn't sell. So Oh, that's very funny. At least they're like, getting some use. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did they they didn't skin them or anything. They're just like it's just no. it's just Eva brought to you by Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. That's very funny. Good job. Mm. Uh, so, Michael, you've been to pre and post COVID. Yep. Evos. Mm-hmm. Is is there any noticeable difference for uh, between the two shows? Uh, well, I think the more noticeable difference for me is uh, the the scale of everything around it. But I think in relation to COVID. Uh, like Vegas is lawless. Like ain't nobody right. wearing masks in Vegas. But at Evo, they have a strict uh, mask policy, hmm. and everyone was masked up. And yeah, I think that, rules. that yeah, and I don't. There wasn't any like complaints about it. Like the casters were wearing masks, the competitors were wearing masks, everyone in the crowd was wearing masks. There was a dude. I was front row for Melty Blood, and there was a like a uh, staff member for the Evo production team who had boxes of masks or who was handing them out to anyone who uh, needed one. And at any time someone had their, had their mask down who wasn't like drinking or eating something. He like went up to say, Hey, you know, mask up, mask up. Uh, if you need one, I got, I got like 500 right here in my back pocket. <laughs> um, so they would, I, I feel like that was, you know, there, there's there's some events to be like, hey, we have a mask policy, and then like, who's there to actually enforce it? Nobody. Right. Yeah. But right. Evo, I feel like, took that quite seriously, and I think it's another example of leading by example because, like I said, the casters and the players had to mask up, so mm-hmm. um, it's not like anyone's going around and be like, oh well, they don't have to, so I don't have to. Like, right? If Daigo's if wa- not doing it, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to embarrass <laughs> yeah. myself in front of Daigo yeah, by you, wearing yeah, a mask. Yeah, you see Daigo doing it. Like, you, I point to it, like, hey, listen. Daigo masks up, 
What about you, huh? Don't you want yeah. to be like Daigo? Like, yeah, also, yeah. he's a nurse, so like he knows yeah. better. He knows <laughs> oh, that's right. Up. I forgot about that. Wow, what, yeah. what a cool person. Like, I am genuinely shocked, Michael, that neither of us came out of that thing with COVID. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm straight. I, I, I just kind of accepted it. Like, it's gonna. It's, I double masked all the time. Yeah. I like, except when eating or drinking. But like, sometimes I was eating and drinking like in the arena, like yeah. around literally thousands of people. Yeah, mm-hmm. there was there was one player. Uh, forgot their name uh, that did test positive. Unfortunately. Uh, but I think that's um, I haven't heard a much uh, else yeah. about anything happening there, and like being in Vegas, especially like I don't know. I feel like that's a, one of the more dangerous places, I suppose. Um, but yeah, For it's sure. um, like yeah, even their official uh, PlayStation cast, uh, the homegirls uh, Persia and Chastity, who I used to work with at Gamespot, uh, they did the all day streams on the on the floor, and like all their guests too, all uh, had masked up. So, um, yeah, leading by example. And I hope, you know, TwitchCon just announced that they are enforcing a mask policy now. Hey, did they did they reverse on yeah, that? that? Yeah, that happened like within like a, like a couple hours ago. Oh, um, that's great. But, breaking news. Yeah, breaking news. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and I think now that, now that I look at how Evo was ran, like, oh, other conventions can do this too. Yeah. Um, I also just think like the FGC is, you know, there's a little bit more camaraderie. And mm-hmm. reason to like have each other's backs. Like when I was like watching Melty Blood, also the dude next to me, he was uh, he was drinking a can of uh, Corona. He was drinking beer, and I was like, "Oh shit! Like, where'd you get that?" He's like, "I just brought it in, man." And I was like, "Ah, oh, snap!" He's like, "But I got this uh, this mini bottle of tequila. You want it?" And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, "Oh hell yeah, let's go!" And he's like, and "I was like, can I try like cash app you like five bucks?" He's like, "Nah, man, this is the FGC. We all in this together. We got each other's backs." And I was like, "Hell that yeah, rolls. let's go!" <laughs> that was like so funny. It's like this mini bottle of tequila, and he had like this this really like earnest. Uh, speech about camaraderie in the FGC <laughs> as yeah. he was handing me alcohol. Like I, uh, I was sitting around the audience like various days in the arena and like there were people who did not know each other sitting next to each other talking about like fighting games and like mm-hmm. the narrative hook of the, the Street Fighter Top 8 and stuff like that. It's like it's really interesting because I've I've been to multiple sports games in my life. I've never sat down and talked to someone next to me who I did not know about what we're watching or about like the the MLB or the NBA or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like we, you sit down, you yell at the 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 stage in front of you, and like that's it. You don't really interact with anyone around you. But everyone there's like built into the idea of oh yeah, we all got something in common here. We're all friends. Yeah, like we all we all participate in these games. It's not like I well I'm, I mean I I used to like street ball and uh, play rec league uh, for basketball, but I'm not over there like tapping strangers on the shoulders like yo LeBron I think he got the triple double tonight. It's like yo <laughs> Ru- Russell Westbrook more like <laughs> Russell Westbrook. Uh, like I'm not I'm not doing that when I go to a Lakers game. Sure, but, but when I'm down there, I'm just like I was talking to Idom's uh, uh, folks, uh, his 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 uh, some of his uh, people who were there to like take photos and videos. And I was like, "Oh shit, are y'all y'all with Idom?" They're like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. And I was like, "Oh man, yeah, he's." I don't even see nobody play Laura. He's like, "Oh man, like me too. This is pretty wild because I usually I play this, this, and that." And like when he's like training, and also like these conversations about mm-hmm. these games, uh, everyone's just like in on it. Everyone's invested. Like, yeah, you know, I'm not even I'm, the security guards were like talking to me. Like, I've never seen a finale like that. Oh, I'm like, yeah. do you <laughs> watch a lot of fighting games? He's like, no, this is the first time. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so it's across the board. I think it's it's a very it's a very good uh, it's a very feel good event. Um, so and, and I, I think I talked a little bit about this too. Is that when you go to other esports events, 
And I, I've been to a few, uh, mm-hmm. nothing big like LCS or whatever. Um, what is LCS for those playing along at home? That's uh, like the league championships. I've never been to like the invitation for Dota or whatever. Ah, uh, word. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, and but, uh, but I think like the the fi- fighting game community, like everyone knows how fighting games work. Whether mm-hmm. you're uh, like I, I barely played Street Fighter Five. I can break down what's happening in Street Fighter Five. But even if you can't. Like you could tell, like oh snap, like health. They have the same health bar. The first one, first person to you know hit, hit get an opening and confirm their combo is going to win this mm-hmm. match. Wow, mm-hmm. that's really hype, and I could tell when that's going to happen. Um, that's a good like, point. Yeah, because that uh, fighting games are so much more. You fighting game UI is so much more like blatantly communicative than something like League or yeah. like Dota Two or yeah. something like that. Did y'all uh y'all didn't compete in anything, right? No. Or did you? No. no. I, was, no. I was planning on, but I didn't. Yeah? What yeah. what were what would you have played? Melty Blood. Oh um, word. yeah, that's uh anime fighters. I wish I you know, I've been playing a, you know, it's funny. Um <laughs> Ken published that article that put us all on blast where uh, it's like <laughs> Man who watches Evo now thinks he can get good at uh, all the fighting games, <laughs> yeah. and that's exactly what happened to me. Because I, I I play I wanted to get uh, play more Melty Blood beforehand, but I was mm-hmm. too late for the de- I missed the deadline to sign up. Uh, but it was until afterwards when I like the first thing I did when I came home was I, I booted up Melty Blood and said, "All right, who wants to who wants some of this online?" Mm-hmm. Um, I did the I same saw, thing. I reinstalled Guilty Gear. Oh, like, right, like right after those finals and, and uh, they announced Bridget. I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Back in. I, 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 I booted up Guilty Gear as well. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to pick a character and get good. Um, so I, I really wish I competed because I've been playing online with uh, for Melty Blood. And I think that after watching the finals, uh, watching the top eight, there are just things that uh, habits I start to pick up on. Like, oh, mm-hmm. the pro, pro players do that. Oh, that's how they handle this situation. Um of course, if, if you pay attention to that level, you know, like you don't have to to understand what's going on. But for me, who actually plays Melty Blood and I'm watching this, I'm like, oh, that's how you use Moon Drive, or that's how they use Moon Drive. That's how they mm. use their drive, their arc finish, uh, and how they uh, string that into combos. Um, and then having, we all uh, know the importance of using Moon Drive. Yeah, listen, correctly. if y'all don't, if y'all don't know about Moon Drive, <laughs> make sure you you know how to use it. Uh, but yeah, and now that you've I, got your keyboard tech unlocked, yeah, and you know, been, you'll be I mean, unstoppable. I mean, I'm I'm still getting whooped uh, online. I'm, I'm like a fifty percent uh, since coming back. I've been like a fifty percent uh, win rate, which is fine. Which is much better than yeah, it's much better than before. Yeah, and I'm just like really, really, uh, like I'm I'm just in the I'm in the zone when it comes to this stuff. So cool. Uh, next year, pff, shit. Yeah, you know? shit. I think I actually might enter SF six next year. Like word sure yeah, that, yeah that'd be cool. that game is very good and I oh, like yeah actually I was talking to Idom he's like if you want me to help it like because he, he dude he, that we, rules yeah. we were on a stream a couple of weeks ago where he was teaching me and blessing at a uh, how to play Street Fighter so like if he keeps doing that I might be good <laughs> enough to like win a match if you next keep time. getting taught by one of the best Street Fighter players in the yeah. entire world <laughs> yes you might have a chance. <laughs> I, I'm sure his teaching is going to be fine. It's my learning that I'm worried about. Oh, yeah. word. I see. You, now, you did y'all both, or Imran, was it just you that got to play Street Fighter Six with um, Justin Wong, was it? Oh, only Michael did. Only Michael. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Um, what, how, how is that game? Like, one, how was playing against, uh, like, somebody who's been in the FGC for, like, 20 <laughs> solid years? And then, two, how is Street Fighter Six? Uh, well, well, it, uh, I played like four matches with Justin Wong, and then Imran, then I played against Imran. 
uh, for four matches. I didn't have much luck either way. Like, Imran whooped my ass, too. But you won a couple of those rounds, yeah, I think. Yeah, as long as I play as Luke, uh, the, the, the the problematic white boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, well, the thing with Justin is he's he was like experimenting with the game too, and mm-hmm. I was like, hey man, yeah, listen, go all out. I'm capturing footage, so I'm like, hey, if like if you go all out, please, because I just want to make sure I have good gameplay. Um, but yeah, it, it's pretty wild to be next to like I know this dude's a legend. This is a multi like. This dude's won multiple championships playing Street Fighter, and he's uh, just like experimenting and stuff. So it's kind of, it's like this weird feeling of like, oh yeah, I'm just you know, keep my cool, whatever. Um, my problem was that if you watch the footage back, the first couple of matches I had the casual controls on, the <laughs> modern controls, which completely changes oh, the control right. scheme. I had right, no right. idea like what was. I was legitimately like, what the fuck is going on? Like why? Are these? And then uh, after a couple of matches, I aim. Uh, you got uh, the modern control set. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, that's why, that's why, that's why. Yeah, <laughs> uh, ran it back. Uh, still, still no luck. But uh, I was, if if anything, when when it's once he started getting me in a combo string, I was just like watching him with like in my peripheral vision and paying attention to like how the game was moving. Because like for me, who's getting just getting his ass whooped, and I know I'm gonna get my ass whooped. I'm like trying to break down. Like, oh okay, this is how he's playing this game. This is how he's controlling Chun Li. And these are how the mechanics, how I think the mechanics are working in this game. So it was kind of eye-opening to see someone at a high level play this game that hasn't even been out yet. Um, yeah. So I think it's it's a very fascinating experience, especially in a in a preview stage. Like if you watch the video, like I thought we we played pretty well, but like compared to Justin Wong, <laughs> no. like you look at it like the other one, it was like it's like watching someone do stunts on a motorcycle and then like watching someone fall over on a tricycle. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. But like mm. it, it also funny. All, none of the comments in the video were making fun of us, which is good yeah. because yes. like <laughs> we, we could have been made fun of very easily. Easy. We but were like, easy targets. <laughs> but most of the comments are about, oh, I, I don't like the commentary. I wish you could turn it off. Which is like, we turned it off several times in that video. Yeah. <laughs> People just kind of just don't pay attention to that stuff, I guess. Like they were more they were more than just Justin Wong play, which he played super well. Yeah, and so listen, less heat on my back, so I'm I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. <laughs> uh, but like and uh what's what's funny is that we played Imran and I played uh Street Fighter 6. Uh it was like the first day the first day we were there. So we took care of that uh first things first. And then we watched uh then we watched the Street Fighter top eight uh the couple days later on Sunday. And just the the difference in seeing Street Fighter Six in motion, getting hands on with it, and then watching Street Fighter Five and knowing mm-hmm. how that game plays, I I said this before, it feels like it's night and day. Like Street Fighter yeah. Six already feels like such a vast improvement over five from a from a a visual standpoint, but also from a gameplay standpoint. And I think that like the, um, the, the drive the drive gauge in that, and like the way you handle meter and the different things you can do with meter and SF six is much more interesting. Or I think it's going to be much more interesting because I think it opens you up to various kinds of possibilities. And of course, you know, high level players are going to break that down when, whenever the, whenever we do get a beta or when the game comes out. Uh, but I'm already seeing the ways in which this is going to shake things up because I feel like SF5 is, you know, you have a couple, you have a couple, um, couple different things you could do with a certain character and you just try to pull them off. There isn't, I don't see much variation uh, in how, how you play certain characters in that game. And that's fine. Like, I think, still think SF5 is a good game, but six just feels like, oh, okay, this, 
Street Fighter is starting to open itself up to mm. other other things that we haven't seen since like I don't know, like Third Strike or like yeah. the Alpha series. Oh, that's encouraging. Yeah, yeah. Third Strike was really the last Street Fighter I I connected with. I mm-hmm. think four and five have just felt progressively like heavier. Mm. Oh yeah, it still definitely feels chunky, but okay, uh, good chunky. Good yeah. chunky. Th- th- them dudes it, are wide. Chunky. And in fact, people really like Kimberly so far. Like in terms of like her design, like the, what they showed the trailer, and like jewelry looks cool too. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for the new characters. I'm excited for like the rest of this roster. I'm hoping by the time this game, like when you look at where Street Fighter V started to where it ended up, like that game kind of tanked its reputation with launch, but it mm-hmm. ended up as a pretty decent game. Remember Sticks when it starting- installed a root kit on your computer? Yeah, that they made <laughs> so many shit. mistakes at launch with that thing. Yeah. Uh, but mm. all, like Six is starting from a seemingly very good place. I'm eager to see where it improves from there. Mm-hmm. Has Capcom said anything about how they're handling netcode for it yet? Oh, they they said they're not. They're Hold not on. having net code. No, <laughs> let me, you guys talk for a second because I know they said something. I need to okay. look it up. Okay, <laughs> cool. Because right. uh, yeah, Michael, did you did you play much Street Fighter Five online? No, no. Okay, yeah, I I bought it on sale on Steam and put like maybe twenty minutes into it, and the people I was playing against were moving back and forth really quickly to purposefully lag out the session so that they could oh throw fireballs at me and that, that I would have less of a chance to do anything about. It yeah. was like genuinely unplayable. Yeah, I, th- I th- I'm I'm one thousand percent sure Capcom had learned from those mistakes. I uh, really hope so. Like, yeah. what have they put out a fighting game since five? They put out that Darkstalkers collection. Does that have online in it? I um, I don't know. Actually. I don't know either. Uh, but I, I feel like these days having good rollback because like there's rollback needs to be good too. Like that that's mm-hmm. just the starting point. But you need to have good rollback netcode. And I think I feel right. like nowadays and I. Uh, that's, you know, the online nature of things. Like, I think that COVID and, like, having Evo go on a lot of these fighting game tournaments, uh, have to, having to resort to being held online, really highlighted the importance of having good netcode. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I can't imagine, I imagine, like, Capcom's going to pour a lot of resources off from the bat. And, like, Dragon Ball Fighters got that got their rollback announcement, and people were hype off that because mm-hmm. a lot of people have felt like Dragon Ball Fighters is borderline unplayable online. It gets um, tough. And yeah. and uh Arxis has with Strive, they've proven that their rollback tech is very strong. Yeah. Uh I played against people with extremely high pings and had like a it wasn't great, but like it was perfectly acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. And, I'd be playing yeah. Yeah. And and almost every uh instance of like a regular match is flawless. So uh, I don't know anything about how, like how large of a task it is to backport that mm-hmm. new tech into their older titles, uh, especially ones that they didn't publish themselves. But uh, I'll pro- once that goes live, I'll probably reinstall Fighter Z and and see what I can see how much of an improvement there is. Yeah. So, yeah. so regarding Chief Fighter Six, what they have said is they it's not the same system as SF Five. They are okay. rebuilding it. And in an interview with IGN, they said rollback netcode they said use those words okay but that ign interview was taken down okay so maybe, maybe capcom was like hey we're not committing to that quite yet or maybe uh-huh. it's an announcement down the line but they've they used those words but seemingly it was removed later maybe uh, maybe capcom said something way worse or different in, in <laughs> maybe, that interview and that's why they maybe, took it down maybe it was like this will have rollback netcode also i i firmly believe that <laughs> we should be stopping 
the kittens and they're yeah. like whoa hold up <laughs> like, hey whoa 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 chill chill, chill. <laughs> i was str- like the reason i was struggling with that is like what do i say that doesn't actually sound ter- like <laughs> to be like that is cartoonishly bad and not right. just like not real life bad, bad? yeah we the, are the, <laughs> the line is real blurry these days yeah <laughs> between cartoonishly bad and actually real life bad yeah yeah um yeah. i mean i i hope so because like to survive nowadays you have to have rollback, good mm-hmm. good yeah. netcode, uh, at least. Um, Which, like, everyone was announcing that at, <laughs> at yeah. If that, like, That's a testament to how important it is. My my fear, my my one, my shirt that says one fear on it is about uh, Capcom just thinking, like, well, it's Street Fighter. It's going to be main stage at Evo, even if the netcode is bad, like yeah. Final, Fan- Final Fantasy, like Whoa. Street Fighter Five was. <laughs> uh, and that it's that it won't be a priority for them. But it sounds like that's not the case. It sounds I think like- they realized how bad Fives was. Like, they, they've been told repeatedly Fives is bad. And I also think they know if they don't make Six hit in all the ways it needs to hit, Project L is going to eat their lunch. Yeah. Project L is the league fighting game. Yes. Is that right? Yes. Th- that was, is the um, game they are worried about. Uh, Rising Thunder? Is that what that was? Rising Thunder was the robot based like version that the cannons made before that right like, that was the game they made and then they got bought by riot and then that they ended development on that game and started working on project l and that was seth killian and and his crew right yes uh, they still, the cannons yeah. who were also in, not in charge of evo but used to be in charge of evo and still hold right. like a lot of influence within evo which is among the reasons capcom is worried about it interesting yeah, okay yeah. That's- seth, seth killian i remember i went to uh his going away when he moved to to the the other side of the country where they're making that game, and I was like, "Oh, interesting that you're moving there." Hmm. <laughs> and then it's like, "Yeah, some 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 riot yeah. games." <laughs> but I, I suspect that as one of the reasons that Street Fighter was not the finale this year is because in a year or two they are going to probably put Project L in that finale yeah. slot. Well, interesting. Um, yeah, it's also the number of registrants uh, influences that where games are placed in the schedule influences, but doesn't always determine like smash has been the number one for a while. Yeah, and smash, like it, smash has always had the highest in- entrance. Though. Yeah. And then like street fighter still closed the show. So like, I mean, there's other reasons too. It, it was possible that they wanted to put street fighter in prime time. They wanted to put the announcements in prime time as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So like it, it might not just be like a, we'll just slightly push this back thing, but <laughs> yeah, the, my my conspiracy brain is going like no they're they're prepping the ground for something else to take place in case six does not hit like yeah. five didn't Regar- right. regardless it's like you know I think I think Project L is like the the elephant in the room where everyone's kind of anticipating uh, what that what that ends up being when it's gonna come out what state it's in uh, so I don't know I think I feel like that could. That could shake up the 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 state of Evo, I guess, in a weird way. Because like, if it's going free to play mm-hmm. and it's go- drawing in a completely different audience, because you know, people who pay attention to League, there's a lot of those people. Yeah, people um, who just watched Arcane and like want to play as those characters. Yeah. That, how that's, how that's do y'all foresee the League community and the FGC getting along? Oh man, <laughs> I don't know. That's a good Not question. Not at all. It seems totally incompatible, right? Yeah, I mean, League, like, like League is better than it used to be, but it's still a pretty rough place to like interact with other human beings. Do you remember how mad Dragon Ball fans were when Fighter Z came out? 
and like people are like, oh, you're just spamming block. But it's like, no, that's that's not how that works. Like, <laughs> like people didn't like a lot. Dragon Ball fans just didn't like that game because fighting game fans did, mm-hmm. and, and that like, they were very good at that game. And people who are very good online means you're going to have a bad time if you're yeah. not. <laughs> well, in fighting game, yeah. people also convinced them, or Dragon Ball people also convinced themselves that the Budokai games were good. Mm, yeah. Right? So they, they, they were coming not from, batting a thousand. Yeah. No, they were coming with a completely <laughs> different set of expectations. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I think, well, there's obviously going to be a lot of high-level fighting game players who are going to get into it for various reasons. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure they they also dabble in league or they just like hey that's the newest hottest fighting game so like i'm sure folks like sonic fox they're gonna try it out and be like wow i want to get good at this because it's gonna it's popping and it's gonna be the the biggest thing in the scene uh so i imagine like a lot of high level players are probably gonna be from the fgc itself but maybe the, the i don't know maybe hide your twitch chats uh, more when 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 Project L is being played or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's hard. It's hard to predict because I don't know if like the the league hardcore fans are gonna like mob deep to something like Evo mm-hmm. uh, or a yeah. Combo Breaker to watch Project L unless they're like really invested in the game itself. Um, so on the other hand, again, the Guild of Gear champ was a former competitive Overwatch player. So yeah, like, if you right. want to make the leap to fighting games, there's you can do it. precedent. It's, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and like, which isn't to say that like the FGC doesn't have its own share of bad chat rooms, right? Like, of course, o- online FGC interactions are ve- can be very different from like hanging out with people at your at a local arcade or yeah, or absolutely. going to a show like this. Absolutely, yeah. Um. So. Before we wrap up, I wanted to ask you both what the best match that you saw during the show was. And it could be main stage, it could be side stage, it could be DDR against jury, like whatever. <laughs> uh, like uh, Imran, do you want to go first? Uh, I think it was probably Idom versus Daigo. Because like there's no reason. I fully expected like that would at least be a struggle if not Daigo just coming away with it because Daigo's a legend. He's a legend and like... Laura versus Guile feels like it should be in Guile's favor. Mm-hmm. And I like watching that match. It was a close match. Like it was every, it was every moment of, okay, this is going to be the time that Daigo downloads him. And I think Daigo did download him. He just couldn't deal with it. He couldn't figure out what to do about, uh, items, bread and butter combos. So like you're watching and like Daigo would fight back and make his way through and win the round. And it just ended on this like very perfect note of, yeah, the it's not that Daigo is going away anywhere. It's he will be, I'm sure, part of SF6. He'll be part of Evos for time, to, like years to come. But that felt like very much a passing of the torch yep. moment. Yep. Of mm. this is the transition to the new generation of fighting game players. Like when this person who has been who is responsible for Evo Moment 37 was that what it is? Yeah, like yeah. for the Chun Li Ken Perry scene, mm-hmm. like. The guy responsible for that, like, took it to the mat with Idom, who is barely out of college. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's 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 such a watching it in real time and watching it like from the side of the stage in this moment of okay, I feel like this is a thing that ten years from now we'll be talking about. Do you remember that th- time that Idom beat Daigo? Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, that's that's definitely up there because, um, like, when you're watching it in the moment, you don't really think of it think about its significance in the broader scale you just kind of get lost in the sauce and like getting 
um, like, ah, oh, I can't believe that just happened because like the the show must go on. The next match, players gotta get off stage. They gotta bring in the new new players. But now I reflect on, I'm like, damn, that is kind of a significant moment in uh, in Stri- Street Fighter history. Um, I would have to say that even though it ended in heartbreak, I think that the I would actually say the the IDOM reset in the grand finals <laughs> because he did uh, that was something he won uh, was absolutely wild like yeah i i was like i, I think he he may have been down uh, a match and uh, i think it may have uh, been getting away from him a little bit if i recall correctly but him seizing the grand finals and like it going 2-2 after the reset final like it, it was like if he won that that would have been like a storybook tale for ages that would have been like one of the most incredible FGC stories ever would would have been Street Fighter history, but he just came yeah. up just a little short. He's just like one combo away, but still, I still, I'm like, I'm never gonna forget that feeling mm-hmm. of being there and just like the intensity, the nervousness of just like watching that final final round. And it was, it was like, yeah, yeah, this is this is only you're only gonna get this at high level uh, fighting games. If one thing had gone differently in that final round, he would have won the entire thing. Yeah, he would like been. if he had just like you because right before he lost, he whiffed a super, and I think that's yes. if he like even even if he had like gotten mostly through chip damage, I think he would have still gotten it. But it gives him like I was talking to him before the match, and he's like, "Once I beat Evo, that's it. Like there's no more mountains to climb." Hmm. So at least this gives him something for next year. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. it gives him a, a motivation. The if it's SF5 or SF6, we don't know when 6 is coming out yet. Uh-huh. But, like, whatever it is, I think he will probably make a run of it. I think my money is probably on him. Yeah, definitely. He's he's definitely got, like, either a target on his back or all the eyes are watching him uh, for, for like, the ne- the next Evo. And because it, it wasn't, it was, it was not at all a fluke because he, again, like you said, he had to beat Daigo. Tokido was a favorite. And Gachikun, who was close to claiming the winner's finals uh he had to beat him as well to make it to the grand finals and got the reset like he did everything everything you could possibly ask of a player except to get that final final round so next year next time around it's like oh okay now he's gonna finish the deal um and i uh i'm uh excited for that moment awesome well real quick before i let y'all go i thought of something else and I'll cut this out. You don't have to say it if you don't want to. Okay. Do you have fighting game names? And if so, what are they? Because none of these people just use their real names. Oh, yeah, yeah you're right, right. You, you know what's funny is that the second place Tekken 7 player, <laughs> he, go, he goes by Khan. He represents Pakistan. And his first name, I found out, is Imran. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> really. He only I, goes by Khan, but his first name is Imran. So I, I have some like Google alerts that don't work because they there's so many people with the name Imran Khan. Mm-hmm. So I have to like narrow it down to okay, th- if it's about gaming, like uh, alert me with Google. So I got a bunch of Google alerts like yeah, Imran Khan was like, like second place in Tekken. I'm like what? Ho- okay, <laughs> I was uh, there. I don't remember participating. So you would be Khan too. Khan too. I, I, I mean, I'm older, but he's. Better looking. Con Zero. Yeah. Con Zero. Like Yakuza Zero. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The prequel. Oh, man. For me, um, I don't really, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what I I would go by. Hmm. Huh. Well, you got a whole year to think about it. Yes. When I compete next year and make it to the 
Melty Blood Top 8, if there's still Melty, or if there's a new version of Undernight, let's go, mm-hmm. baby. Hopefully all the blood won't have melted before Evo next year. Uh, Imran, Michael, thank you for taking the time to sit down and talk to me for a little bit. Of course. Thanks for having us. Well, folks, that's it for this week. Thank you for joining me, and thank you to my special guests, Imran and Michael, for being the great, 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 great guys that they are. You can follow Michael on Twitter at Michael P. Hyam, and you can follow Imran on Twitter at ImranZoMG. You can follow me, your interim host, at Jordan underscore Mallory, and you can follow our regular host, John Warren, at FloppyAdult, if he lets you pass the Iron Gate. Today's episode was produced by yours truly, but normally this show is produced by Paul Tamayo, who can be found on Twitter at P-O-L-I-M-A-Y-O. That's at Polymayo. And as for you, wherever you happen to find yourself, have a good day, and you're welcome. Thank you.